0: All right, in the kitchen, episode 37. We are here with a freshly shaven Joey Bush. I can hardly recognize him for those who are watching on YouTube. And we have been met with tragic news as Todd Helton is 11 votes short of the baseball (laughs) Hall of Fame. I mean, what do we expect, though? Do we expect the baseball writers, the baseball voters to get it right?
1: No, MLB never gets it right.
0: I, I didn't expect them to get it right. I will say, um, I don't know. I, has anyone? Here is maybe the better question: Has anyone ever, or at least I can't remember the last time they released the Hall of Fame votes, and everyone was just like, they got it right. That was good. <laughs> I can't remember the last time that that's happened.
2: Well, it's like the baseball writers too used to do that thing forever until Mariano Rivera, like where they like there would always be one person that wouldn't give a hundred percent. It was like Greg Maddox was like three votes short of like a hundred percent, and you're just like. That's insane. Ooh.
0: Like, that's yeah.
2: insane. Yeah. Well,
0: like it, the, it, the baseball writers, they just, they make it all about themselves. Like, they, like remember, like, remember, like, three years ago where it was like, no one made the Hall of Fame? Like, what do you mean no one made the Hall of Fame? Like, what, <laughs> are, like, what, like, what are you talking about? Is this no one's good enough to be in the Hall of Fame? Like, someone has
2: to be in it. Like. Yeah. It, it's funny. We're laughing about it. But, like, dead serious. It's, it's killing the game. It, it's truly oh, yeah. killing the game. No, it's, it is. It like whoever the p like the PR firm or whatever PR Major League Baseball. It, it's 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 embarrassingly bad. Like that's terrible. You look at the NFL and you're in the heart of the playoffs, and the NFL it's just a, it's just a machine. It's a 12 month machine. You look at basketball and like you know I know I'm a junkie. I know that like I probably have a a, a small obsession with the NBA, but like there's like it it's it's successful ultimately because of the players like even a Jason Williams or the King is still like, quote unquote, a street legend or, or like a, a baseball just doesn't have that. It kills, like it kills itself from within. And it it's frustrating. Like, you know, here in a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm checking off a bucket list item me and my dad are going to spring training and doing two games in a day. Like it still has that nostalgia, but they can't help themselves. And it just becomes so frustrating, especially for a sport that the three of us love, I'm really interested to see where he's going to be like when my daughter is RA or y'all's age or even my age, because they can't help themselves. Like Scott Rowland, a very good player. Very good player. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not. Yeah. And that's nothing <laughs> against Scott Rowland. And to be honest with you, that's nothing against Todd Helton. Like Todd Helton's fun player. Andrew Jones is a Hall of Famer. Why? Yeah. Like what's going on? Todd like, Helton's a Hall
1: of Famer.
0: Todd I was going to say, I have, eight, I have some Todd Helton stats because I, yeah, I think I, I did too. So, Todd Helton, two thousand five hundred nineteen hits, three hundred sixty nine home runs, fourteen hundred RB- RBIs, five hundred ninety two doubles, uh, three
1: sixteen batting average. That's Hall of Fame level.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Three Golden Gloves, uh, four Silver Slugger awards. Like,
1: he went to a World Series.
0: Yes, he yeah, did. Appear did. in a, war- a World he, Series. He appeared. <laughs> <laughs> it, you should. No, I mean, you should, you should get in the Hall of Fame for the best player on a Rockies. You know, that's team very fair. That makes it to a World Series. It, like it, you got. To, he's handicapped by playing for the Rockies, like for 17 years. All these stats should be doubled. He, I grew he, up he
2: deserves guy. extra love. Yeah, I grew up about ba- Andrew Jones is one of four players in the history of baseball to hit 400 home runs and had 10 gold gloves. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? And, it, and it, it's just terrible PR. And now that you're go- like. You're going into the regular season of baseball. There, there is no star in Major League Baseball. Like, yes, Bryce Harper, yes Shohei Otani. but like if Mike Trout walked down the street, like and I'm a sports junkie and I might like, I might he might be unrecognizable, and that is not that's not a good look for a sport. And they just, just cannot cannot help themselves.
1: I think he's a bad example you're right i mean he just yeah. just because that's i think his personality more than baseball's fault like ronald acuna jr jr you're probably recognizing right he's he's got the swag he's got his chains on or whatever you might recognize that guy walking down the street or shohei otani how many humongous japanese people you see walking down the street all the time here you know
2: no i mean shohei, <laughs> shohei yeah shohei otani a a a worldwide star but we just listed one we can literally like I know they're large. No, people, I get your point. Like, like six Nuggets guys. Let's just say I was in like some random airport in the middle of nowhere in America. And six Nuggets dudes are like randomly, you would recognize all of them. Like that's what baseball 100%. like does not do. They do not market their stars. And then they can't even get the
0: damn Hall of Fame right. Well, I saw, like, um, I, I saw there was a like Mike Trout made like a viral TikTok the other day. And I think like a lot of people just didn't even know it was Mike Trout in the video yeah. like he made like a, a video with his baby but like like scaring it or something by like hitting another object and like it, the baby like tricks its brain into thinking like it's hurt um but like like i was like oh it's a hilarious video and then i looked at the comments and i was like wait that's mike trout like i didn't even recognize him at first <laughs> like no it, it is crazy how weird they uh market it. Uh, who actually made the whole thing like i, I only scott know the- roland. Scott, roland. scott roland there's that's only it. one person oh well and fred mcgriff
1: in.
0: fred mcgriff Scott was the only but he made it there.
2: from like the comp, like like he didn't make it the first go round, and this was like his first like eligibility,
0: of the second one. But yeah, Scott Rowland was the only person that made it yesterday. So that's that's crazy. See Scott, yeah. so you see Scott Scott Rowland walks by on the street. Are you stopping him? No, no. You, you recognize no. him? I'll say Absolutely even not. even Todd Helton, like, and it could just be I, I would just in Todd Colorado, that. like if he has if he has a cowboy hat on, and he's just walk like wearing normal clothes, walks by you in the airport, you stopping him. Oh, I, I would. So. I don't think you, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think like I did only in Colorado. Like if you saw him wearing that in New Jersey, you'd stop.
1: Like him. the only two but places I think you could it, I think, do that is Tennessee and Colorado.
0: But like I think if like if he's dressed how like just because he's such a like Colorado stereotypical like Eastern Colorado guy if you just saw him walking around in like his probably normal clothes, like I bet you, he gets away with like not getting recognized all the time. Not because he's not like famous recognizable. Like when I see a photo of Todd Helton, I know it's Todd Helden, but I think like, like I'm, I'm more breaking it down now to like, he looks like just a normal guy.
1: If he shaved and was walking around, I don't think I, would I would recognize him.
0: No, I don't think like so. if I he didn't
1: agree. have his goatee, then I, I definitely wouldn't, but no. if he's still rocking that thing, I would I know who it is.
0: It's, I feel like, in other um professional hall of fames too like the nba like they almost always get like like the it's it's very rare that like guys have to like wait forever to get in the hall of fame too like i feel like um guys get in like super fast The the ones that really deserve it like if you're borderline so, you might have to wait longer but like normally if like if it's like there's no question this guy's in and like what's the minimum time isn't it, like five years four years or something i think it's five yeah
2: like well, in the, the NBA is set up different because the NBA is there is no NBA Hall of Fame, it's a basketball Hall of Fame. So, for instance, right. like, uh, you know, you can get it for your college career, you can get it for your international career. However, what, but what, like, especially pro football and what, pro basketball, they make it like, they make it in a, like, a like for instance, uh, this past year, Rudy Tom Jonavis used to coach the Rockets when they were two championships. He, and I'm like, this is my opinion on this. So like y'all can disagree with me, but like he gets up there and gives a speech and he go, he he gave a speech about how Robert Ori should be in the basketball hall of fame. He was like, you cannot tell the story of basketball without Robert or Ori. Okay. And like, that was, that was a talking point for the next like week on shows legitimately like baseball. They just can't, Figure out how to like keep themselves in the news, not negatively.
0: No, seriously, no. That's that's a it's, great point.
2: They they shoot the, all they do is shoot themselves in the foot. All they do is shoot themselves in the foot. Like Scott, like Scott Rowland, great. That's awesome. Like, but like, are you are we all going to tune in to watch Scott Scott Rowland's like Hall
0: of Fame speech? I it, I didn't even know this was like going on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had no exactly. clue. <laughs> I just see the tweets come in. And also, <laughs> like
2: I've probably watched like the NBA Hall of Fame or not the NBA, but the basketball Hall of Fame. They make like a festivity. It's like a weekend. And I know people watch it. Like there's losers like me that watch like these Hall of Fame speeches. Like Vanessa Bryant's a couple years ago for Kobe was just incredible. Like just the fact she gets up there and just crushes this speech about her late husband. But then, it, but then even like Rudy Tom Jonovich, like his speech people were talking about for the next week, just because yeah. of like, like he's mentioning like the importance of basketball and the importance of it, a, an individual to a sport, and baseball can't like it should be so easy for baseball because it's such a nostalgic sport. Like we talked about pre-show, like I'm gonna be in Auburn just sitting at a baseball game watching them play some bum team just because it's just relaxing to sit there, but they like, can't get out of their own way. Or it's like, do you know when like the Golden
0: Glove awards are? I do, sadly, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Because that, yeah. that always seems to be buried. Like, I feel like no one ever – like, no one's watching it, at least. Yeah. Yeah, right. I
1: don't I don't watch it. Like, the
0: MLB no, draft? No clue what's going on. Yeah. It
1: might they as well be on it, that, too. Actually. It might as well they be – yeah. They have changed it's the MLB. they
0: changed the draft a little bit now. Know. But, I mean, you like, again, they, who's, who's watching it,
2: it, That's the point. Yeah.
0: Like, it, it, I don't care if it's on at primetime TV. Like, if it's buried, it's buried, you yeah. know? Like if it's on the yeah. Oprah Winfrey Network, like no one's watching it. Like, uh, how
1: did you get, you think, do you think uh, MLB needs to start with putting Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? That would be
0: hilarious.
2: Yes, I, I no, I, like I mean I'll he's the, the said, all-time yes. hit leader. Like. <laughs> Pete
1: Rose, Stelroy
2: guys. Sure, like, he bet on some stuff. games. I was going like, to say, I feel
1: like he has the most hits ever. How is he like, not exactly. in the in the Hall of Fame? It's I a museum. Like,
2: it's an honor. Like, that's what they, they
0: can't get out of there. Like, the Stelroy guys, they, who cares? I was going to say, I think, I think Barry Bonds is the biggest thing they have to tackle first. But, um, but, like, I don't know. It's like, do you really think he's, like, the way it goes? Like, do you think, I don't think they're just going to wake up one day and be like, hey, like, what's right the wrongs and put him in the Hall of Fame?
1: It no, he asks them out. all the time though.
0: Well, yeah, isn't there like Always a time asking. limit though? Like yeah. you can expire. Like
1: yeah, but he keeps asking. He just keeps asking to be let in.
0: Who's can we should we make an in the kitchen baseball hall of fame? I'd be down. I
2: mean, it might be, be more popular than the beggar baseball My hall first
0: of fame. uh <laughs> I I give all my votes to Todd Helen this year. Well, yes, yeah, absolutely. I go per- to Andrew Jones. So, he's the know. only person I'm putting yeah. in the Hall of Fame. So Oh, there wasn't a Rod on the ballot this year too. A Rod was on, on there. This year. Who did not yeah. vote for, a Rod?
2: <laughs> um, I think. Uh, how do you how do you
0: tell the story? 60, of baseball 60
2: something. I mean, that's but then like the the issue with baseball was that like like if there's a scandal, was the biggest scandal. Like everybody was
0: doing <laughs> steroids. Who cares? That's a part of the game. That's a part of. Baseball. It's a part of the game. Exactly. If you don't think the a bunch of players in baseball are, are all, if you think. I, I i'd say half half 80 percent
2: i i, I would 80 percent i don't i will say it's I don't a lot count. of
1: guys in the minor leagues uh like that's where it's popular because you, you No, i'm
2: talking they're... about like during oh, during the
0: like height of yeah
2: okay. i don't
0: i don't know oh i was talking about right now oh i'm sorry okay and i, I don't i don't think spider tech counts as steroids but i think <laughs> everyone's still using that and I think they should, by the way. They, this they is this shoot. is a different this is a different discussion. But I'm pro steroids in sports.
1: Oh, great! You got to let the people know about the the metal bat take you have.
0: Oh yeah, no, like I, <laughs> I this is actually common too. Tell a lot Zach. of people also should. Well, like I I've said that like everyone like you should be allowed to use one metal bat per game
1: yeah in an at bat or like, or like, <laughs> like either like one
0: either like one at bat or like one player or like only pitchers could use metal at bats it yeah. yeah.
1: so i saw this proposition also like each player on your roster you choose yeah. a certain amount of players they each get four at bats a game it, yeah. like it could be back to back even so like say you have mike trout you want him to lead off or whatever and then he doesn't hit for two innings and then you have the bases loaded, and then he can come up to the plate. And if he strikes out, he can come up again because he has two at-bats left. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. No, I like that. Totally more change the, it up.
0: Like, I like every player gets three at-bats a game or four at-bats a game or whatever. And, like, but they can use them whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. that's – I mean, the argument is in every other sport, if you have your star player, you can get them the ball when they need it. But like in baseball, it's just luck, right? You like, have you guys. That's do, kind of the beauty of baseball, also though, is you get these no names kind of sometimes. That is true um, in, in some of those situations, and they perform. So, but Did then you, major
2: league baseball has no me, idea how let me, to. Let let me put you in a situation,
1: All right? Okay.
0: Game, game six of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Bottom of, bottom of the ninth. Three four game. Uh, Red Am so- I losing or winning? Uh, it's the Boston Red Sox down down three. Fenway's going crazy. Um, they need they need a run here. And it's David Ortiz three times in a row. <laughs> that's that's all they're doing. They're just exactly like, let's, let's keep throwing him out there. He's gonna he's gotta do something here.
1: No, like but that, a, that would like, be crazy. Imagine like a, a David Ortiz home run, and then they're like, <laughs> Screw it, put him up there again. Put him up again. Like he just oh, he yeah. just another He just runs back, he just yeah. runs back yeah. around. He yes. just picks up his bat after he hits like home run. That would be right? awesome.
0: <laughs> no but i'm serious like even like basketball and stuff like i want i i'm very i'm pro everyone should use steroids cycling steroids use <laughs> uh powerlifting steroids use them uh actually i think just see how we i think there's leagues that allow um steroids and powerlifting but um no like i like why not like i want to see uh dwight howard go out there and rip the rim off the basket every single night um i don't think that's healthy for all the players but
2: uh, that's, that's what, what I want to say. That's yeah. great.
0: Like I, I'm, 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 I'm scrolling through
2: Instagram and um, Alan Iverson's at the Sixers game tonight, and like uh, he's an iconic, iconic basketball player. Like who, who's a comparison joke for like someone like that in baseball? in the past Albert Pujols. Uh,
0: he said iconic.
1: Or like M- Manny Ramirez, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> is a joke. Uh, I'd, I'd say so, like I'd M- say Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Okay. okay, King Griffith no, Jr. is a good one.
0: King Griffith Jr.
2: gets in the Hall of Fame. But here's the issue. I, I, I'm not far off on your Manny Ramirez took. He ain't going to the Hall of Fame. That's horse crap. I'm sorry. Yeah. He is a, a that, he is the definition of a professional hitter. Yeah. And he's not going to be in mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame because he did still, or, or the writers don't like him. Like, that's, that's insanity. Yeah.
1: That's, that's insanity. stupid. So if this was basketball, would, would Albert Pujols be in – the Hall of Fame this year? No, he'd be five years.
0: It's a five, five year wait. Oh, year. Okay. But he yeah, would
2: automatically begin and it'd be a massive celebration. Yeah, there be would like...
0: be there would be no debate. Yes. It'd be zero question. Like when Kobe retired, there was no
2: question. Oh yeah. But like what the what basketball does well, where it's a basketball hall of fame, is like they celebrate international players and, and they do a great job of like telling that story at these weekends. Um, and baseball just can't figure that out. I mean, we're beating a dead horse at yeah. this point,
0: but or like yeah, Yao Ming Hall of Famer. Oh, th- th- oh no, not a question. Just not because like, question. like, he was really good, but like honestly, like it's he was just really, really tall. <laughs> like, you, but, you can't tell basketball about an insanely tall dude, Hall of Fame.
2: But here's the issue, and this is <laughs> where basketball, this is where basketball gets it right, and this is where football gets it right most of the time. And like I, I, I think Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer because you cannot tell you cannot tell the history of football without Julian Edelman. That's why and Joe so Flacco
0: is why Joe Flacco's a Hall of Famer. Room for debate. Can you can you tell Super Bowl MVP? Can you not tell the story of that season without him? One hundred percent. But like uh, ripping Yao my soul Ming's, out in Denver. Going back going
2: back to the Yao Ming, like the impact that he had on global basketball is like unexplainable. It's truly unexplainable. How I'm, much that, it was a that was a joke basketball. that he just made the Hall of Fame for being tall. No, I know that, but <laughs> <laughs> but, that but a he's a great example because. He was a really, really good player in a short impact like career. He wouldn't be
0: a baseball Hall of Famer. He would not be, you know, he would not be a baseball Hall of Famer. The baseball writers would have spit on their ballots. E- exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: However, he is a surefire basketball Hall of Famer because one, when he was healthy, he was, it was insane that that was physically possible. Yeah. Two, just the in, like the global impact that he's had on the game, it's it's a no brainer that he's a Hall of Famer. Sure. And that's what baseball doesn't understand. And that's why, like, the NBA just continues to go skyrocket. You know, NFL continues to just be a dominant force, and baseball just cannot figure it out. Because it's the simple things sure. like the Hall of Fame
1: announcement yesterday.
0: Yeah. Have All you guys right,
1: we... been to a Hall of Fame? Um, I I've been.
0: Really...
1: No. no. I'm going to say no. Uh, I went we... to the baseball one. It was cool. I heard it's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. It's awesome. it's hard to get to, though. Yeah. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But that's, it's kind of the, the it's kind of awesome that way, yeah. Though, too.
0: Yeah. All right. We got to keep the show moving, though. Uh, but let's talk some college basketball, shall we, gents? Um, a lot happened this week. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say that right now. Uh, we got a lot of things going on. And we'll start off with the Kansas Jayhawks, who have now lost three games in a row. Uh, they lost the game to Baylor Monday night in Waco, Texas. Uh we I joked around about Kansas State actually breaking Kansas when they lost them, but that might have just been true. Uh it, it might just be real now. Uh like they they're broken. Like when you have Bill Self, there was a moment during this game where it was like a reading lips moment where he was like caught on camera saying, like, they're just so much better than us. In mm. like the in the first like five minutes of the game. He he said, Ooh. like, he was like, they're just so much better than us. And, like, you could see it, too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Baylor be- 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 was one of that game the entire time. Like, you could see it that, like, that night, Baylor be- was just a better team. But, like, I think there's a little bit mm-hmm. of them where, like, right now they're like, shoot, we're, like, really mortal guys. Like, we're, like, really beatable. Like, and we thought we weren't.
2: They might be scoutable. And that's the scariest feeling for a coach to have. Um, you know, I, I the, I comp- like the Auburn basketball team last year that was number one there for a little bit, we became a very scoutable team. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's over at that point, but like it's tough. And that's, I feel like that. When I saw that uh, the, what, what Bill self said, and that's like, that's a scary feeling. Like you're like, yep, they got us figured out. And yeah, they're, they're, they're just going to beat us tonight. And that's kind of what it feels like Kansas is in the past week. Like going back to that TCU game, they were like, they weren't just never in it. Like, they were never even like competitive. Um, now basketball it's a long season, and you can figure it out. And Bill Self is, you know, he's a Hall of Fame coach, um, and they have talent. But you're right. I mean, it, it's it's they could be at the point where they're they've other teams have figured out something with their current players, um, and it'll be a very tricky kind of rest of the season. But it is Kansas. I expect them to kind of fix it just because that's what good teams do. But whoo, it's been a rough three games.
0: Well, it's weird too because you still have like their star players are still, like, scoring a lot of points. It's not like, oh, shoot, Grady yeah. Dick only had five points tonight. That's why they lost. Like, they're all still putting up a decent amount of points. Like, they're playing good games. They're just getting outplayed. But you, I mean, you can have a good scoutable. game, but if that – yeah, if you're scoutable,
2: I mean, it's the little thing. It's, it's taking away one possession that that you know you can take – you can make a turnover you can get a stop in a bucket, and it just kind of accumulates and adds up. And it doesn't have to be that you have to play a bad game. It's just that, you know, hey – Scott Drew can coach on the other end.
0: Um 100 percent yeah. we want to hype up yeah. Baylor a little bit too. Let's hype up they're Baylor. Playing a bit. Yeah, they're so playing they're good basketball. Yeah, so they're on their own win streak right now. They got three yeah. ones in a row. And ooh. I what? No, I was okay. Oh, I thought you said Just ooh. Go. Like a, a sounding <laughs> I gross. Think it was static. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. No. Uh, no, yeah, Baylor. And I, I think a talking point two weeks ago was literally is Baylor uh, like Baylor is kind of in trouble. Baylor might be bad.
2: That's basketball, man. And uh, and I think,
0: I think this is part of like just the big 12 being crazy too. Cause like, I'm not Mm -hmm. like, I'm not convinced that like Kansas isn't capable of still being like a final four national championship level team. Uh, But I think it's just, it's hard to win a lot of conference basketball games, like no matter what. Mm -hmm uh like i mean like you we we see it all the time like guys are dropping games teams they shouldn't be losing to all the time it happens but um like the big the big 12 is just going to be competitive and they're going to beat each other up and we we've said it before and i'll say it again
2: yeah i mean, big weekend at big 12 sec challenge i mean they like big 12 has the most ranked teams by far um I think the SEC is a very, very competitive league. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how that shakes
0: up. These um, are awesome. always kind of fun weekends. Yeah. It's no, it's uh, no big 10 ACC challenge, but it's no still very win. competitive. Uh, it's very R- cool. R-I- it's very cool. Yeah, I know. it's Well, it's like kind yeah. of continuing. They're doing it. Like it's only they're doing it for girls now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, I All think, right. I think that's what it is. Or it's like the big 10 SEC for girls. There's some like big 10 challenge they're doing with the girls still. Um but so it's it's going to live on in spirit. But, okay. uh that's my stance on that. Duke lost a game to Virginia Tech the other night. Uh, it was super fun to watch. Um, is John Shire a bad coach, or is Duke bad? I, I'm starting to think John Shire just might not be a good coach. Mm-hmm.
2: Duke is Notre Dame of the late '90s, early 2000s. To where if you recruit the or if you commit to Duke, you're automatically a five star. Um. That team, like that, that team's not good.
1: Like they're not. good. <laughs> they're just not straight good. up. They're just
2: not good. Um, well, you know, it might come back to haunt me. They might make a final four run, but like I, I watched most of this game the other night, I've I've seen them play a couple times. I'm just like watching. I'm like, that like you're not like these aren't very good players. Um, That's you right. know the 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 tall white kid and with with the. Foreign name i can't you know recall he's he's a good ball player but like besides that
0: there's there's nobody's like there's
2: there's not anybody that good
0: on that team isn't that a by the way this is a really isn't john shire the uh um charlie sheen's counterpart in two and a half men as well oh is that his name i think his name is also john shire. Uh-huh. <laughs> i so i might have to be fact-checked on that but um I, I've had that brewing in my brain for uh a little bit since I wrote this all down. I, I wrote down the name. I was like, wait a minute. I think I've seen this name Who before. That guy? Um yeah, I, I'll have to check on that later in the podcast. But uh Virginia Tech, um like this is they're not, not good, good either. Like they're two and seven <laughs> yeah. in the ACC, and their last win was against Grambling in yes. December. They uh, were
2: favored in this game too.
0: Yeah, they've Ooh. lost, um, they've lost a lot of games. So far, uh, like Virginia Tech has been really struggling. Like this is a game Duke needs to win, uh, and it's weird too. Like we talk about John Shire, like Duke ha- had a chance. So they were down three, and th- they got three seconds left to get the ball in. And it's like, as much as I trash on Coach K, like I feel like Coach K probably would have put together a better mm-hmm. play than to just get the ball intercepted and you don't even get a chance to <laughs> like attempt a shot. Even like they didn't even get the playoff. With three seconds left, they just threw the ball to Virginia Tech and said, you win. Oh, yeah. I give up for, to you guys. Like, it's it's a weird thing at, at Duke right now. And especially I mean, because I, I – like, it's way more fun to root against Coach K than it is John Shire. I will, I'll say that right now. It's never going to be the same. But um, it's just I, – I Duke's a weird team. That's my stance.
2: That go ahead yeah I, I, no i'm just interested to see what like let's just say the next five years because like they're still going to get high level recruits but like i you know I you you learn you know coaching you know like coaching is like on a business is like on it being a you know being in charge of people you you grow year to year you learn from mistakes you figure out so john shire he'll, he'll figure it out he like I don't I'm not doubting his coaching
0: expertise. I just those was like I don't think they got very good players this year. Is that uh, do, you, do you think Duke's kind of in like an identity crisis right now? Where like we don't know what we are without the coach K like fundamentals and stuff?
2: I mean, I think it's pretty easy to, to assume that. I also think, you know, like I don't think all recruiting rankings are made the same. Like they, you know, this is they I think they had like the top 2 recruiting class in the nation, top 2 or 3 Coming in this year, and you can like you look at those guys, and you're like, No, no, no. like <laughs> that's not Brandon Miller, that's not that other freshman from Alabama. I mean, I hate to use Alabama's exempt, that's not Brady Dick, um, like just not very good players, yeah.
0: It was John Cryer, by the way. I just looked it up. John Cryer, John oh, Cryer is right. on two and a half, man. Great show, uh, uh-huh.
2: yeah. I mean, I, identity crisis, and, it's a fair question. I'm not sure willing to go that far yet because look, I mean, this is he's like basketball especially ncaa basketball is a funny sport because all you got to do is win one game and then you got to win the next one it ain't like you got to play you know the same team four times and you know duke's notorious for either making that you know early exit or making that run when they shouldn't
0: so yeah no like i don't know and like i i want to i'm in like my own identity crisis as a duke hater right now because like i want to revel (laughs) in these losses so much i want to see Coach K getting all mad and like Coach K saying like you might have to take a break from the team and put all the losses on his assistant coach and stuff or that he has all these back issues and that's why they're they're losing and it's just not the same anymore. Yeah, it doesn't feel the same though. Coach Shire is like this like really like honest dude and he's like trying to he's like taking uh, accountability for the team's losses. I'm like, why are you doing that? You're the head coach of Duke basketball. You're not supposed to be. Yeah, you're supposed to blame others. You're supposed supposed to to be blaming the assistant coaches, telling them you're supposed to be blaming the players specifically. Um. I don't know. It, I'm in my own identity crisis right now as a Duke I need to pick a new team to hate. Who, uh, is there another? Alabama. Uh, Please. Yeah. I, I, sure. I don't know. I feel like maybe if Iowa state is actually like getting really good here, Eastern oh, Michigan, sure, it'll just be really easily. Let's talk about Eastern Michigan. <laughs> but don't we? Um, so yesterday, Imani uh, Bates woke up, I'm assuming in a uh, off-campus residence in uh, Eastern Michigan. And he decided that he was just going to become an NBA player Uh, all of a sudden. He had uh, a crazy night. Uh, So let me – let's go through the stats. All right, I have them pulled up right here. 43 points and seven rebounds. At one point, he had 29 straight points. That's crazier than having the 43 points. Is that you were 29 consecutive points in a row? That's crazy. That's like 2K stuff where like you just – you yeah. only care about your my player having all the points and you put up 78 like points in the first half where you just like uh, keep stealing the ball and going down and dunking and stuff or like you just shoot threes every time because uh, your player is unstoppable. But like it's literally like that's the only other time I think I've ever seen this. 29 points in a row.
1: That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, feeling good. He, he had the green, green streak.
0: The yeah. green bar. Green bar. I think it, I, I, haven't, I haven't I haven't bought a 2K since like 20, since I, I think 2K17. But um, I was a big fan of them back in my uh, my gamer days. Um, all the but, 2K games. No, I, I love 2K. 2K, uh, um, like NBA 2K11 was my first game on the Xbox. It had uh, Michael Jordan on the cover. I think it, it was, uh, no, I think the Jay-Z edition was 2K13 or 2K12. Um, that was a great game. But no, I used to play as uh, Derek Rose on the Chicago Bulls all the time. Run around, give it up nice. to um uh Lual Dang. Oh mm. uh, yeah, They're a bunch of legends on that team. Joakim Noah. Uh that was a sick team. Uh that, that was a good team. Yeah. Uh talking about this game though, the craziest part about the Samani Bates story in this game, he had 43 points, 29 straight points in a Mac game, and they still lost. <laughs> Read off their record. Like uh, Eastern Michigan, I have no, I didn't read in
2: Read They down. are four and sixteen. <laughs> they, they are one and six in the MAC. That's bad. That's bad.
0: Like, I don't know. What is, school. Do you do you think he, do you think Imari Bates is going to play the, in the NBA ever? He will get drafted
2: in the second round. You think so? I, I he will he will get drafted in the second round. I I can timestamp this right now. He he will get drafted in the second round. The reason I say he will get drafted in the second round, second round draft picks are not guaranteed contracts. Uh, Oh, fair. So somebody will put a flyer on him because they do not have to pay him. They Mm -hmm. will send him to summer league. They will – like, he won't get being unrestricted free. Like, they will have him in the door. They will interview him. He but. It this is just, I don't know. Like, you know, you've read stories about his father. You've Like, you have read stories about like the people around him. It's 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 kind of. I mean, it's kind of actually. It's not. It's it's sad to be honest with you. Um.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to be the, like next Kevin Durant. Like, he was like. I mean, like heading into that Memphis season last year, like him well, and all. No, his I team-
2: mean, it was a little bit. A little bit before that, like inside basketball circles, like the the shell, like the onion has started been peeled. Yeah, like high school. It, yeah, like junior year, high school, some red flags started coming out. Senior year, some. But wasn't he pretty the pretty number one recruit when he was a sophomore? Right. Um, that, I mean, that's that's still so, crazy that he's that's still Michigan crazy. Now. Yes. So the issue was yeah. his. He was playing in public school his freshman and sophomore year in Michigan, which I mean, that's the Detroit area, Lansing area. There's some pretty decent high school guys. Flint, like there's tons of NBA players coming from Flint. Well, his dad took him out and made his own prep school, so he's playing oh, against yes. nobodies. Yeah, I forgot about this. And what a crazy like, move! The scouting report on him is uh, it just stunned his talent. Like when you're not competing against other really good players on an everyday basis, no matter how athletic or talented are, like it, it affects you. And it's, that's apparently.
0: It sounds like you're kind of hating on your fellow entrepreneurs. He was just trying to, get, he was just trying to change up the game. He was trying to start his own business and you're okay. I feel like hey, you're, you like you're
2: a bad way like to like test I, it out. No, yeah. no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I run my business in a very, very competitive market i love it i love being competitive i love that there's other companies that are better than mine at the moment because prep it schools, pushes and pushes, schools pushes too competitive <laughs> if i go open my business and say i don't want to name a city but let's say like atlanta st louis no Miami. atlanta's probably competitive miami's really competitive lexington um, kentucky lexington Manhattan. kentucky the competition might not be as thick because there might not be as much business to go around. There might not be as much money in the pot. There might not be like, you know, the people I'm competing with might not have the same drive as the people I'm competing with in like another market. And it you lower your standards. And that's essentially what happened to this kid. Fair enough. And then he gets uh, to Memphis and like all he's ever been told he's the greatest thing ever. And he's not like he's surrounded by two NBA players. It went in the top fifteen that he his skill set's not even close to, and instead of like pushing himself, his dad takes him out and puts him into Eastern Michigan. It
0: would have been cool though to have that Memphis team be really cool. I will say I was I had a high I had a high I had high hopes for that Memphis team. Yeah. I thought it would have been really on paper cool. looked on paper
2: looked great, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I even talked to some people within like Auburn and they played them and they were like that team was a train wreck.
0: <laughs> I, I I can dream. I think I can have hopes. Uh, other weird things: Georgetown broke its conference losing streak. Guys, we talk a lot about conference winning streaks, but uh, we don't talk a lot about conference losing streaks. Twenty-nine losses in a row heading Ooh. into this game against DePaul, uh, which is kind of weird. To like, was I kind of crazy to think that Patrick Ewing, pro- like? when he got there, wasn't going to uh, lose 29 games in a row? Was that too – was that crazy for me to assume that a great player like Patrick Ewing would be able to coach a uh, a Big East program to better than 29 straight conference losses in a row? It's not crazy. Is that is that such a wild thought?
2: <laughs> I mean, he, he was on uh, – like, coach – like, he was on – he was a top assistant in a couple of NBA teams. Like, he – I just think that run is
0: over for Georgetown. It, it might be, I know it, it's a shame too. Like, and it it's a yeah. weird thing. Like, do you see like, like Ewing, like doesn't do like the huddles. Like he was like, um, like there was that clip going around of like, one of the assistants was like drawing up the plays and stuff for him. And like Ewing's on like the back, he's got his arms up around him. Like he's in the game. Like uh he's one of the bench players <laughs> peeping in the huddle. Like what's going on? What player are we drawing up? Uh Oh no. It, and that might've just been the one time, but like, I haven't seen a lot of Georgetown highlights, but I've seen that. And maybe that <laughs> speaks volume uh no, I I don't know. Georgetown basketball is kind of cool too, you know? Like they had a yeah, yeah, like it, it, I wish that they were better. Um it's kind of weird uh what's going on there. But hey, shout out they it starts with one. It starts with starts one, one. A starts win streak starts at one. At one. So uh hey, more more conference wins than last year already. Georgetown's <laughs> on the right. up. That's all I'm, that uh I'm assuming they're probably looking for a new coach this coming up here. Uh um, I would I would assume they should hire John Shire. They should uh they should hire him. Ooh, mm, yeah. No, they're they're not gonna hire John Shad. Um, Wojo. Wo- Joe. Uh, wo- that wo- would be, out of the booth. Wo- j- wo- j- <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> I would actually, I would like for them to do like a Jeff Saturday thing, and they just hire a journalist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, nice. <laughs> they get Stephen A. Smith is announced as the coach of Georgetown basketball. Um. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's yeah. a good call. That would be really funny. Uh, Iowa State beat kansas state uh that was a uh a big upset this week uh here in ames uh it's it we i feel like we talk about this every week like the big 12 has to figure this out like if their conference is going to be really good you have to put the big games on espn yep yep i think this one was at least on ESPN. U. like it wasn't on espn plus but yeah like if you don't have a certain cable package you can't watch this game
2: i didn't need to watch this game i had to watch on my phone yeah, this is and this, this is was what, the biggest is like game
0: a, probably this week. Yeah, like it was the number twelve team versus a number five team in a conference matchup, and it's on a cable package where I don't even think a lot of people in Ames could watch this game. <laughs> oh, I don't think if I I think if I went to my grandma's house, I'm not. She lives in uh, she was near Ames. I'm not going to say specifically where she lives. Um, but you I don't can think, give the address out. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, okay, gotcha. Uh. I don't think that she could watch this game if she wanted to. She's not an Iowa state fan. She would never uh, uh, waste her time watching uh, Iowa state basketball unless it involves uh, the university of Iowa in it. But it's like, I don't think she'd be able to, if she wanted to, as if she's the representative of the common resident of Iowa, I'm not sure. Someone can probably, someone can let me know. I'm not sure. Uh, But I don't know. I I was bummed. I wanted Kansas State to win. It yeah, can't uh, always happen, too. especially against Iowa State. Okay, it's hard to win basketball games, but like this Kansas State run was pretty fun. I mean, I don't it's think they're Iowa yeah, State's a dead, good man, team. Yeah, I
1: know. I love Marquise Noel. I just love that they have a short guy who just balls also on their basketball team too. Like that's so fitting for Kansas State. It seems like. You know, like when someone goes blind. This is, this is a, or talking, they lose this is a talking
0: point every week. This is short guys. On no, I
1: know. But it seems like, you know, like someone goes blind or whatever, okay. and they just are able to hear 10 times better. Yes. If you're Go a on. five eight basketball player, are you just able to like shoot or dribble just so much better because you don't have seven more inches to your height? Ah, great point.
0: Um, I'm going to say yes
1: like you just pick up something else just because you're not tall
0: i think so um you also you have, have to wear to. you have to wear way baggier shorts It's <laughs> a requirement uh as a uh, under six foot basketball player i also it's your coolness if you're under six foot as a basketball player goes up 90 percent if you can dunk
1: Ooh. like if you are the short yeah.
0: dude on your team who can dunk It doesn't matter what your stats are. If you just dunk like twice a season and you're under six foot, you will be remembered as a legend forever. Yeah, that's a good point. It it does not matter at all. Like I couldn't tell you a single great performance or stat line or where Muggsy Bogues ranks in anywhere in his NBA career. But I know that he could dunk and that was awesome. Muggsy Bogues could not dunk. You're yes. thinking of Spud Webb. I'm thinking of Spud Webb. Uh, yes. uh, Spud Webb, <laughs> I could not name a single stat of his. A signature performance, a game winner, a s- game, a- a- any highlights. I can't think of a single one, but I know Except that he could dunk. dunk. And that will cement you forever as a short guy. And this is short yeah, guy absolutely. speaking out loud. This is someone who wishes that they could dunk and probably would never will. I think I'm out of my dunking bra. Bang. Do you think I still have time? That's well yeah, said. you still got time. Yeah, still still time. got time. Yeah. Shot clocks on. Joey, can you have you? Joey, could you hey, touch the rim? Please? I can touch the rim. Yes. You touch the rim. Does it like hurt your knees afterwards? <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. Getting
0: little old, guys. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's good. it's fun. Twenty-one his uh, 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 his knee. He's already got arthritis.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we, we like to go play at the rec. And uh, I like to, uh, like, when someone shoots a three or something and I'm at the top, I like to come down and act like I'm going to get the rebound and dunk. Uh, but it never works out because
0: I don't jump high enough. So that's tough. Have but it ever, looks like, pretty cool. Have you ever gotten rim like, rim rejected?
1: Oh, yeah, that's, that's all I.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Uh, you, you could try, though. Maybe you'd be better at this, like, the throw and dunk. Where it's like not really a dunk, you just like kind of spike the ball into the rim spike from like in. far away.
1: Yeah, I could maybe do that one.
0: Like you, you just you do like more of a like overhead throw into the rim, and everyone's like, that was almost a dunk. It wasn't not yeah. a dunk. Yeah. Um, other notable things, guys, I have some bad news. You're to college basketball. No. Our darlings at Kent State finally no. lost their first conference game. It's over, the run's dead. The run is over, guys. The friskiness—it's yeah, over. It was so perfect. They lost to NIU the other night. It was so uh, they were so frisky for so long, and now—and I don't—I with that now, I don't think they're—they're they're probably never going to touch the top twenty-five.
2: I think it's a wrap. It's, it's over. Wrap.
0: I think it's over now. I think that oh, that was wrap. their chance, and it's over now. Um, you're still in our hearts, Kent State. I still love quick, you. Yeah. Quick, one. quick! quick radio,
2: thing. quick uh, moment of radio silence. Yeah. Is it that? Okay. And right, that was good. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that, was, that uh, was touching. Yeah,
0: there we go. Clip it, um, or what? It, <laughs> we can do um, uh, "Amazing Grace" on the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we we love you, Kent State. Uh, I will still agree with you. Win the MAC and get in the tournament. Win the, I'm the gonna MAC, pick you. get in the tournament, man. I'm going to yeah, pick you. Just make you better, a run, get in the tournament hey, if, uh, as long as and Imani, Imani Bates doesn't put up 60 points. You can still probably beat Eastern Michigan, so. Yes.
2: You (laughs) can probably put up six teams to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's pretty much it on uh, Kent State. Let's uh, be selfish, though, as we are every single episode. Talk about our own teams. Uh, I will start because mine will be more brief. Uh, Iowa has not played a game since our last uh, episode. But the Iowa women's basketball team did. Uh, We don't talk about women's basketball much on this podcast, Um, but this Iowa women's basketball team is so special and has so many special players that I'm going to talk about them anyway. Uh, Caitlin Clark had a triple double. I'm going to pull up her stats. This is like some of the like. It it's some of the most crazy. It's there's an there's a debate going on in Iowa right now of like who's the greatest Iowa athlete of all time because we are so blessed with so many amazing athletes at Iowa right now, between Spencer Lee winning a national title every year that he's healthy and uh Caitlin Clark being the best player in college basketball right now. Uh hers I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up your stats right now. Um I, I'm still working on it, guys. But uh it here it is. So in, I Oh, I was gonna I'm the gap so, real quick. Yeah. So her last um her last five games have been uh, 28, 20, uh, this is their points, 28, 26, 27, 20, and 28. Uh, and then, um, uh, so actually, no, I, I'm just, I should just be reading out the whole thing. Cause like her other stats are great too. So last game on the road at the number two team in the country, 28 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, one steal, two blocks um, at Michigan state, 26 points, nine, nine rebounds at 11 assists. Like, and then she does that every single night.
2: It don't like, matter if she's a, a girl, a woman, a boy, a man. Where She can hoop, and she is so much fun to watch. Like
0: she's, uh, Caitlin Clark's funny thing is that she, and if you grew up playing sports, you all know this moment where, uh, and it, it transcends every sport, where a kid on the team will do something that is just, it starts off being a, it's not a good coaching decision. Uh, like your coach would never tell you to do it. Uh, and the coach screams out like, no, or stop or something. And then it, the, the, you score a goal, the basket, uh, you, you make a basket or whatever. Uh, and everyone kind of gets a good chuckle out of it. the parents are laughing. Uh, the bench is like, oh, like a uh, coach is like, oh, shoot, can't tell him. No, it worked or whatever. Right. Um, Caitlin Clark does that almost every single possession, every single possession <laughs> <laughs> for three years. <laughs> three years. <laughs> and it's never not worked. Yes. It works every time. Like, it's like she, like it, all she does, her all of her threes are from as far away as possible, and they all go in. They, like, I don't want to like jinx her or anything, but like, I'm just reporting what I'm seeing, guys.
2: Oh, no. I, I mean, even before like this, I, I think it was three years ago. I think it was when she was a freshman. Um, yeah, I, I listened to Dan Patrick pretty regularly. And he had a whole segment. He was like, "I." He was like, "I am recommending my audience to watch." I think y'all were playing UConn. You're playing Paige Burkett before she, you know when she was a freshman. She's had some injuries since that time.
0: Yeah,
2: I think she had an ACL this year. She had an ACL this year. But he was just like, "I am telling you to watch this basketball game." Because he was like, "Caitlin Clark is legit. Like, she is pure entertainment to watch." So I was like, all I'm right, checking this out." And I'm just sitting there like, "Holy hell, this girl is good." Yeah, uh, Paige Burke's a fantastic basketball player as well. But yeah, Caitlin Clark, I'm just like, oh wow. Like that's damn, you're you're
0: really, really good at basketball.
2: You're not just good at girls, like you're just you're just good at
0: basketball. On on the season, as of right now, she's averaging 26 uh points a game, seven rebounds and seven assists. Uh that's and it was stupid. There that's was a stupid. hilarious. So at halftime of this game, there was a serious, like 15-minute debate over who the national player of the year should be in college basketball. And they basically have it dwindled down to two candidates. Uh, it's Caitlin Clark f- for obvious reasons for everything we just told you. And then a, uh, center at South Carolina, who I'm sure is a fantastic uh, yep. girl. Um, I'm sure she's incredibly nice. Boston. Uh, and I'm sure I don't, uh, uh, Some her, I don't know her first name or last name. Boston. I'm going to, I'm going to try and pull up her stats right now. Uh, and I, I'm sure she's amazing. Right. Um, yeah, here it is. Aliyah Boston. Um, it's like South Carolina is a very good team, but yep. like the stats just don't compare. So uh, I just read you 26, uh, seven and eight. Aliyah Boston is averaging 12, nine and one. <laughs> and they had like a serious 20 minute discussion on ESPN, been close. and it was like it was like satire. It was like this is a <laughs> Nathan, like they might as well brought out, have brought out Nathan Fiedler out there. And this was like a documentary on uh, in one of his like bits on how he was going to convince the people of America about someone who just isn't the national player of the year, that they're national player of the year. Like that's a great, like that's a good, those are good stats. Aliyah Boston is a good player. She's a great player actually on a great team, but Caitlin Clark is just having such a better season. Like, I'm sorry. What's our
2: rank? Are they in the top 10? I think they were, I think they were 10. I don't want to. Like it's not like they're a bad team either. Like she is hands down the best player in the country on a really good basketball team. I was I was think. 10 right now. Yeah. 12, 9, and 1. And they're having that argument. Like Aliyah Boston is really good. South Carolina is really, really good.
0: Yeah. Like uh, I said, I I bet you she's a uh, great player, even better person. I, this is nothing personal. <laughs> But you don't need a forensics team to figure <laughs> out what are, that Caitlin Clark is just having a better season. What are the stats again? 29 what? Hold on. You, you're, making fl- you're making me flip. You're making me flip
1: everywhere right now. It was now. seven and seven, wasn't it?
0: I think it was 26. Yeah, 26, seven and 7.9 assist. So hmm. do we want to say 8 I'm going to say eight. That's so eight. She,
2: so she's 27, eight and seven. Yeah, in, in, if we're, in if we round if you round every number up,
0: it is twenty seven, eight and seven or eight that's, and nine or no eight and eight. Those, Holy cow! Okay, like those are those are insane stats. That's crazy. No, so that was uh that's the uh, the Iowa basketball updates that that was I appreciate. I like I'm going to
2: check out her WNBA draft or At number one pick. Actually, no,
0: because she's coming back next year. I think.
1: I think she's got to get that NIL money.
0: I think she has all the, she's getting all of it. Good. She She's getting every she single dollar it. that they,
1: she that, needs a Burger King.
0: She's one of the few athletes with a Nike deal. Like, oh, that's, yeah, she... like there's only like five of them, I think. And she's one of them. Uh, Touch I would, that, that would be, I would love to see her on a uh, a BK deal. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, no, cause like, I think she's, she, so she's a junior right now. So she's two more years after this if she wanted to. Like, and then, so the people were comparing her to like Sabrina. Um, eh, she's a uh, Inyako in, or In it, it's, it's, it's tough. She was great. Yeah, Oregon great player in the WNBA too. Uh, and it was like uh, the I should have had this way more prepared. By the way, this is my bad. But like, it was like triple doubles in a career season. whatever it was like, King Clark had like thirty one, and Sabrina had like eleven. So like, oh, and that's wow. one of the best players in college basketball the the past history. Decade.
2: Yeah, like, his, yeah, I mean <laughs> arguably the history of our college or women's college basketball. Right, like well, right, I, I mean wanna, she's killing it right now in the W. I want to
0: find I want to find the specific stats. So someone fill in the time real quick.
2: Cool. No, this is a great right? <laughs> I mean, I've been watching, I mean, like I said, even before me and you became grand friends, I uh, knew you were in Iowa, I've been watching this girl for two and a half, three years, and it's just like it's it's just damn good basketball. I wish she
1: played for the Auburn Tigers
0: to be honest with you right now. I <laughs> mean it'd be a yeah, little bit better. That's rough. Isn't it's Auburn a pretty us. good girls team though?
1: Yeah, nah, I think we have two right SEC wins
0: right now. Yeah, we're we're struggling. Okay, yeah, I have the stat pulled up. So it's most career games with twenty five, five and five. Sabrina had seventeen in a all time college basketball career. Caitlin Clark is a junior. Isn't done for junior season yet, and she has thirty three.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm saying she will. She when she's eligible, she she will be the number one pick in that.
0: Like it's crazy, it
2: is crazy.
0: Wow, I like Iowa fans. We were just so showered in having amazing athletes on our campus.
2: I mean, I mean, all Kenneth's I'm assuming with NIL, she's probably going to make more money. Like, I guess she would stay. She
0: would make more money from just like a local. Like, I I bet you just Iowa local (laughs) restaurants are paying this girl so much money. You have no idea. So she's definitely staying
2: for another year. I I wouldn't put it past her, too, that COVID year. Two more years? I wouldn't put it past her. you (laughs) You said she's a Nike. She's got a Nike sponsorship, too? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I I'm, reading when, I'm reading when she goes to when she decides to go to W. I, I wouldn't
0: to put to a it past her that like she just wants that stat to say like seven instead of 33 to 17, like 100 to 17. And <laughs> it's just like no, like every stat is just no, like Will Chamberlain level ridiculous, yeah. like just the dumbest. Like, like I, the only time where I remember like this is as dumb as like, and it's crazy, like, w- like talking about like Wayne Gretzky stats in hockey. Where I remember like these stats are that, yeah, crazy. yeah. That's My favorite, when I, I'm, I'm my looking favorite to, of all
2: time, by the way. yeah. I don't know, I don't know. Caitlin Winkers Clark's too. like, no, that is that one's just it's insane. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at, I don't know, Caitlin Clark's like NIL value, but I know Paige Burkett's is, I mean, she's a multi millionaire UConn.
0: Like, I, I bet think that like, Gatorade,
2: I think that Gatorade deal she has is like worth two million dollars a year. Dang,
0: Caitlin Clark definitely makes six figures. I would, That's like, what I'm saying. Like, and I don't, she,
2: she ain't gonna make that in WNBA, so she's staying at Iowa.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, also, like, you're, like, this is the thing that, like, she's pro. like, I, like, she just, she can do whatever she wants in this city. Like, <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. I'm sure at some point, she probably doesn't want to live here forever, right? But, like, <laughs> why not just have, like, two years where you yeah. average 60 points a night and you just the queen of a city for two years? Why not? I
1: don't know. Come on. You make it sound appealing, right? It's just yeah,
2: a, this is a great rant. Hey, great. I mean, just a, she's a I mean, she's a fantastic athlete. It's
0: period. Just a thought. No, we, we are very lucky to have her here uh, in Iowa City. Uh that watch out for the women's team though. We're they're coming for it all. They're coming for it all. They're, they're out for blood this year. All right. Uh no, they're studs. They, and they have a bunch of other really good players too that uh like it, Unfortunately, when you're on a team with Caitlin Clark, you're just I mean. Like you, like they got other players averaging over twenty points a night, and it's like you're. Oh wow! Like you, you're gonna, it's tough. Like another girl against Ohio State at twenty two points, and no one talked about her. Who? Okay. Another girl on Iowa State at <laughs> twenty two points, but like, Caitlin Clark had a triple double, and it's like, sorry, I mean, headlines are headlines. Uh, no, shout out to Iowa women's basketball team though; they're awesome. Uh, let's talk about your guys's team. Do you guys play? Do you guys play a game today? What happened? Uh, Is there a game?
1: No. Who? Who Alabama almost lost today?
0: Oh, I saw that. That was crazy. I <laughs> would have and made this days, so much Joey. better. <laughs> shoes and yeah. days. Um, let's talk about it. So Auburn just lost a tough game to Texas Santa. The home hey guys, hey, you had the home winning streak for five days. You had the number yeah. one home winning streak for five days. That was pretty cool. It was really cool. Pretty clap it clap it up for Auburn. Um Let's give an instant analysis. We ju- we just finished up the game right before we record this. Let's go instant Stings. reactions. Let's go let's go around the around the, around the horn here. Joey, you're first.
1: Stings, man. I mean it it sucks to watch your team get dominated for 40 minutes. It it doesn't feel good. And at no point in that game was I thinking, oh yeah, we could probably win this. There, like there maybe like the first three minutes when we were up nine to two. But after that, no. Oh, like, you just—you
0: had no hope the whole time. No, like Our grandma, did you watch the game? Sad. Like yeah. I, I did. Hey, I mean, the people in the in the arena—they had some hope. They were roaring. <laughs> well, they of course, course, into I had the, the microphone. There was but one like, woman who never gave up,
1: <sighs>
0: and she That's screamed true. her heart out all night.
1: That is true, but it was just—it was—it's hard when you can't get anything going. So, like, we say it every week: we have no stars so to speak, so it's it's got to be a, a team effort every week. And when your whole team's off, it's tough to win. It's tough to win. And especially when we're giving up so many points as a defensive-focused team. We gave up 45 points in the first half. I don't think we've done that all season. Not good. Yeah, not good. That's tough. It's tough to win those games. It sucks the home, home uh, win streak is gone. That was cool, but we'll be back. We'll be back.
0: Uh, so how much... How much of this loss, the blame for this loss, are you going to accept for touting the home win streak on Monday's episode? well I'll accept a hundred percent. There we go. That's, you see, that was the honorable answer. That was yeah, the yeah. You're taking That's accountability. Honest, it's honestly we, we should have. We you're, should have you're, 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 you're Jocko Willink. You're the extreme mm-hmm. ownership, right? <laughs> Accepting no, uh, not, not putting any I'll of the blame on all. anyone else. You're, you're ex, on extreme me. ownership. You've been listening to the Jocko Willink podcast. Uh, <laughs> No, I mean, like, it was just kind of like – it was just kind of funny. Like, I'll go on Twitter and all the Auburn fans are just like home win streak. <laughs> it was five days. It was awesome, though. Awesome five days. Oh, Zach, what's exactly. the instant, instant reaction from you?
2: Yeah, I mean, we went back to our old ways today. Uh, terrible turnovers. Um, like kind of Joey said, we don't have a star. It's a it's a collective team this year. But we're not good enough for the whole team not to play well, and that's kind of what happened tonight. Um yeah. I mean, we're going to struggle. Like we, this was a pretty important game because we would have gone to seven and one in the SEC with the meat of our SEC schedule coming up, and we got Alabama twice coming up. We got Tennessee. We got Kentucky. Um, it doesn't get easier. Oh. And being at seven and one is a whole lot better than six and two because you know all we need to get it. I mean, it's a – like we, we've talked about. It's a math problem. Um, and we need like we need to be at eleven or twelve SEC wins. I think if we would have won the night, that's very, very reachable. Uh lost the night kind of puts it in in limbo and then that you know I'm I mean, nervous. Like we're eight, nine, ten potential seed in the tournament. And that's like hey, you just a,
0: gotta get in though.
2: We just gotta get in, but I, I t- just you just
0: need a ticket to the dance, all right? Yeah, and <laughs> that's I mean, that, that that girl in your dreams. In Tennessee. Is, you, you and then you got a chance with the girl of your dreams, that you can just get in the club. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> that's the, all you like, need.
2: Let's just take – Joey, let's take our fandom out of it. Um, we can beat Alabama. We can beat Tennessee. However, like, those teams can score the basketball. And you saw last night when when we have offensive drought, like Texas a is not a bad team. And they put us on it. Like, we, we went from down, like, four to down 15 in the snap of a finger. And yeah. we, we're we not the type of team that can crawl out of that.
1: Um but it's weird because we can't like we have guys who know how to shoot the basketball. I don't get no, it. We, like, Joey, we
0: don't. Uh, this, <sighs> like, I've did seen them shoot the we, basketball. Th- man. I did not replicate that. That is true.
1: Hey, hey, that's, uh, you've you know, taken me to practice. And like I've seen them put the ball in the hoop.
2: Joey, the scariest this part, is if true. they were if they were at practice and they couldn't make shots, that's when you got some bid like you're like, oh, boy, oh, boy. I like, just, they,
1: but they, they do make shots.
2: Practice. yeah but they're not good enough to make contested shots you don't you don't shoot three for 16 every single night and be like well we're a good shoot team like we're just not we're not a great offensive team and especially when we get a run put on us like a&m did we were not capable of coming back especially when we make just silly silly like bad rec- turnovers turnovers like bad turnovers uh, yeah, we kind of been, went back in our ways from that Georgia game, and that like that Georgia game was pretty scary because I was just like, "Man, this is this could be a rough SEC play." But we got it together, and we got it together because we got a really good coaching staff. Bruce Pearl's good, but uh yeah, we got the heart of our schedule coming up. This would be it's gonna be a really interesting couple couple weeks. I I'm super nervous about this West Virginia game.
0: We watch out, we Joe Toussaint, He might he might hit he might go splash a three in your face. Well, That's all I'm gonna I say. Mean, the,
2: you when you you talk about the big 12 going back to it and you know west virginia has had really good runs in the big 12 when they've had pretty good athletes in their long but when they have athletes that are just on kind of par with everybody else in that league they become scoutable because one of the easiest things to do is scout a press especially when you play a team multiple times well auburn hadn't like we don't play West Virginia and now we're going up to West Virginia and, and, you know, we're playing press Virginia and we can't even like, we turn over the ball in the stupidest ways. Like I got, like, I don't have a great feeling about this game. So, but it's not a conference game. We'll see how it goes. It would be great to win up there. Um, I think it's a tough matchup for us, but then, yeah, we come back and we've got the meat of our schedule. So tonight would have been a,
0: tonight, tonight was a win we needed. So I want to get uh, a, uh, I want to get an update here before we, uh, finish up the any auburn talk joey last time we were at an eight out of ten in terms of nerves about alabama that we've played another game give me an update
1: um i'm gonna keep it at an eight uh not because of our play but because of theirs tonight they almost lost to mississippi state who's one and seven in the sec
0: okay fair all right that's so, fair
1: i'm gonna keep it right where it is
0: that's fair all right um last kind of college basketball notes uh, my favorite moment of the season happened just two hours ago. <laughs> what, be, is there it, a
2: story it, to this? I'll,
0: hold on. Let me, so let, let me set up. This might be my favorite moment in college basketball history. <laughs> um, so and it, it, not a lot of people were watching this game, but uh, <laughs> Duquesne was playing Loyola Chicago tonight, and uh, the game was going great, um, and at one point in the middle of the game, a Uber Eats delivery driver <laughs> walks onto the court and attempts to deliver Uber Eats. To, it looked like the official <laughs> like he walked up to him. I don't. I can't imagine the official ordered Uber Eats McDonald's during the game, but like, he, like the game, like a guy is in the corner shooting a three, and an Uber Eats delivery driver walks out in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't so even get questions. in the stadium. How did you get there? Like, <laughs> so yeah. Did you have a ticket to get into the stadium? No, most likely not. Did So he had to go to the ticket guy and say, hey, I have an order for John. And the ticket guy or whatever is probably some like sophomore at uh, at Duquesne. And he's like, yeah, I don't care or whatever. I just want to go back to the dorms. And he said, get in there. So he just waltzes in. And then not only that, there's security to stop people from going on the court. And he still got by them (laughs) (laughs) to go deliver to McDonald's during the game.
1: Uh, Food like in the stadium, probably like who's who's ordering mcdonald's
0: uh, no he he had a bag yeah no i
1: like, know but like if you're the guy ordering the food just get up and go get a hot dog
0: i i like i why, respect why, the move so much though <laughs> you're sitting courtside you're a king already you're watching your favorite team you're watching duquesne take <laughs> on your your uh your new enemy the loyalist at a uh, loyola chicago and uh you're just like you know what I'm feeling myself. It's a Wednesday. I just got paid last uh, this past weekend. I'm gonna order McDonald's courtside of this game, <laughs> and I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> like I'm I'm graduating this in three months. I don't care. Um, I respect it so much. It's this is I think it's my favorite moment ever. There's just a photo of him walking out on the court right next to the ball, and I. I I It should be hanged in every museum. (laughs) It's fantastic. Also, too, like, if you're the delivery driver, like, I know you know what, like, you know how hard it is to just not know, like, what basketball is? (laughs) Like, even if you don't watch basketball or, like, you don't like basketball, like, it's pretty hard to not know what basketball is. And you just walked out there. And you were he like, looks
2: clueless though. Like he's like, what am I? Like, what is going
0: on? It's also like, I like if I'm at like, let's say there's like an art show going on, and I don't know about the art show. I know in my brain that like I just can't walk into the middle of an event, like just as a person, just as like human <laughs> common sense. Let alone, let's get through the ticketing office, the security below the stand, below the stands to stop you from going on the court, I'm still going. And then you still, after two barricades, all these people at the game, there's millions of people running around on this court. And you're like, let's see if the, the, it's probably one of these guys who ordered it, right? Like, what, what are you doing? What is happening?
2: You got a small update. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, it looks like potentially... Somebody on the press row running the video
0: board (laughs) was the one that ordered.
1: No way.
0: (laughs) So, knowing that still, how on earth, as the Uber Eats delivery driver, were you like, hey, let's make this as quick as possible? I'm going to cut through the game (laughs) while it's happening. (laughs) The best is the reaction of the referee while he's doing it. He's like, he's. You watch the game, he's got the whistle in his mouth. He's like, okay, okay. And he looks to his right and is so shocked as to what he sees is a uh, a little chubby guy carrying a McDonald's bag on the court. <laughs> like, he looked that's like perfect. It's it perfect. was like, um, what's that photo of, like, Michael Scott with um the old boss? Um, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's got, like, the
0: molly. He's, like, shaking his hand. It looked like that's what the guy looked like, just so lost. He was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what happened. Like, if you would have told me, like, the story was that this guy hit—he's he, an Uber Eats driver. He's like a bicycle Uber Eats driver, and he hit his head outside the stadium, and he's confused. He doesn't know where he is, and he just walked in because he's <laughs> very cussed. He thinks he's at the hospital, and this is where he is now. I would have—that would make more sense than this story. I would have said, okay, that totally lines up. He's just confused. This was like his best idea was to walk on the middle of the court.
2: Reporters on the scene speculate that someone working at the video board had actually ordered the food, so the driver was technically in the right place. So, I got a question I've never ordered Uber Eats, I've never ordered Door, but doors.
0: like you're not in the right does place because
2: no one on the it, court it,
0: ordered it. But,
2: but, so but if the, does it, ping, but does to it ping to your phone though? I don't like if The video, I, if the, like if I
1: think the it's video,
2: like you drop a if pin. The person who ordered. Yeah, I'm so like so. If the person that dropped the pin is sitting courtside. Then,
1: well, I've is that I've how been that a uh, a a like driver. I've driven for DoorDash, and it it gives you the address. You're supposed to just pull up to the address. So but there was some special you. instruction that to, walk the, on the to, court. <laughs> to to like walk somewhere. It, it like they had to tell the guy because all it gives you is the address. There's no pin. Like it doesn't show he's in the middle of
0: this court or whatever. You better have gotten tipped. $400 <laughs> if he had to buy a ticket to get into the game a courtside ticket to get into the game just to deliver you a big mac mcdonald's <laughs> your, like Mc, your mcflurry is melted yeah. your mcflurry is done it's soup now it's like i this is, this is the best story in college basketball this year i want i to. i need a i we should reach out to the uh the Uber delivery guy, To have him <laughs> on. Find him. I, I would love to interview him.
2: Uh, <laughs> him be... or number uh let's see if I, what number is that. What is this? Number, number twenty-four from Loyola, Chicago. Maybe we'll we'll the I would one. Like, He's the one who guarded one by McDonald's. That grabs the ball being guarded by
0: McDonald's. That's hilarious. Um, do we miss anything on college basketball? Is there mm-hmm. anything else? I'm going to assume no. Let's talk football. Let's do it. Let's talk some football. So we have our divisional championships coming up. We're going to preview those in a moment. But before that, in front of me, I have the current Super Bowl MVP odds. I want us to discuss which we think is, like, most likely to happen, which ones are the best value, Maybe uh, most likely, maybe uh, worst value. Just your thoughts on these. Because I think that there's some some potential here. All right. So I'm going to read them from best to worst. Joe Burrow, plus 325. Jalen Hurts, plus 325. Mahomes, plus 375. Brock Purdy, plus 700. Christian McCaffrey, plus 1,400. Jamar Chase, plus 1,800. Travis Kelsey, plus 2,500. Nick Bosa, plus 3,000. We'll start with Joey. Give us some thoughts. Who, how about you start with who you think is most likely going to win this out of all of these?
1: So I, I'm, I actually put it on our little bracket we made, a little graphic we put okay. up. I, uh, I have Joe Burrow as my MVP. Okay. So I, I think that uh, that's most likely in my head. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I'm liking the most. I think he's he's looking good. He's playing great. He he's is. got some of I, the coolest videos on Instagram I've ever
0: seen. Yeah, I would say I, this I, as a response to that. In no disrespect to Jamar Chase, but if you if you put a bet on Jamar Chase or any other Bengals player that's not named uh, Joseph Burrow, uh, you might as well just take that money and burn it because if the Bengals are going, if if the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow will be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could throw for ten yards in that game, have <laughs> one completion, and but like because he's the face of that team and it's a QB award most of the time. I would have a hard time seeing a situation where the Bengals win the Super Bowl and, and Joe Burrow is not the MVP. Yeah, I don't well, I see it happening. And Jamar Chase is a fantastic player. He's, but if Jamar Chase is going to have MVP numbers, it's because of Joe Burrow. Correct. Right. It's, sometimes it's who's the celebrity of the team. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that whoever wins the Super Bowl, the center is going to have an incredible game. The right tackle will have an incredible game. <laughs> right tackle's not winning Super Bowl MVP. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. I hope I'm not the first Burla's to tell you my this. Pick. I hope there's not a right tackle out there who I just crushed his dreams <laughs> of winning Super Bowl MVP, but it's not happening. I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to the to Zach now.
2: Uh Jalen Hurts. Um, I think the winner of the 49ers Eagles game is gonna win the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, and I think the well, we can get to this in a minute. I think the Eagles are gonna win on Sunday. So uh
0: yeah, Jalen Hurts. Fair enough. Um here's my kind of stance on all of these. In terms of uh value, in I think that the best values on any player on the 49ers right now is the yep. best in terms of yeah. value. About because it. like we said, Jamar chase probably like, I don't see a situation where the Bengals win and Burrow wins awards. So Jamar chase out Kelsey, a, a tight end has never won the award. So I'm going to put Kelsey out. Uh, so then that leaves your bottom four are Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. Or sorry. Bottom three are Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Bosa. Um, I think if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, it's one of those three guys. I would put it Mm -hmm. as as best as it's probably Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. I would love for it to be George Kittle. I think that's definitely worth something. Mm -hmm. Uh, That would make me incredibly happy. That would be the dream scenario. But I think the 49ers have a great chance of winning the Super Bowl. 100%. And you can get the quarterback or one of their best players, Christian McCaffrey, at plus 700, plus 1,400. I think that that's tremendous value.
1: Yep. That is, uh, would be my statement on that. I think uh, Nick Bosa too, here, because like maybe Brock Purdy doesn't have the best game. Say Christian McCaffrey has a touchdown and a cup like 100 yards, but maybe Debo also has a touchdown in 100 yards.
0: George Kittle had eight
1: touchdowns. And George Kittle had eight. No, but. And if, 20 if, camera
0: uh, close ups.
1: If Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel have the same game, but Nick Bosa has three sacks. And like a batted pass that leads to an or like a strip sack or something in a big moment. Maybe he's, he's like the standout guy. If everyone else is yeah. so good.
0: No, I agree. Offense, I agree. Maybe I mean,
1: he's the guy.
0: I agree. 100 plus 300. That could be, that could be huge for you. you Here is, I will say most likely to happen now as in okay. like remove the odds. Like I pick pick someone. Um, I think, most likely, I I can't. First of all, I can't believe Patrick Mahomes isn't the favorite for this war.
1: Yeah, me too. I think it, it's probably his ankle is the only thing that's holding
0: him back. Right? It probably is, but like that shocks me. Like I feel like he has to be the favorite to win this thing. Like he's probably going to win the MVP, and yeah. he's still left to win Super Bowl MVP. How is he not the favorite? <laughs> what is going on? Like I like Patrick Mahomes ruins my life (laughs) so I'm telling you like knowing this how is he not the favorite
1: what are the odds on a on a Chad Henney Super Bowl MVP
0: probably like plus 10,000 probably probably uh there's probably a warning as to uh warning how did you get out of your mental hospital (laughs) how did you get access to this phone into a bank account um Please call the police The police are on their way to send you back to the Mental asylum <laughs> that you escaped from uh, So that, that Least uh Like least likely like I think Like we already talked about that a little bit Um I'd, I'd say out of the key, Like I don't know if I do think it's interesting that the Eagles Only have one player on this list Yeah that is Interesting yeah. But it's also like I can't Picture of the Eagles win the Super Bowl, anyone else wins the MVP besides Jalen Hurts? Yeah, like yeah, I, I feel like Devonte Smith could have seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown could have seven touchdowns, <laughs> and they're still going to give it to Jalen Hurts. Yep. I, I, I just I, that's just the way their team is. That's just how it works, too. Yeah. yeah. Um. So something to keep in mind. Something to keep in mind for sure. Uh, now, if it's who I, who I would like to win, this is a different question. Uh, I mentioned George Kittle. Is obviously a dream scenario. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that would make everyone happy. Uh, could you imagine just him up there with his long, beautiful, beautiful hair, his L'Oreal hair, <laughs> sitting up there, big smile, holding the Super Bowl MVP trophy? I think that's the best visual of all of this. I think yep. that makes me smile the most.
1: With his tongue out. Oh, he's crazy gonna be, eyes he in the camera.
0: So. Honestly, oh, actually, so. they might not give him the Super Bowl MVP trophy just because they're to, worried. Just to do that. They're worried he's going to spike the trophy on the stage. <laughs> In he could do like the. And he's uh, just so amped that he doesn't know what to do, and he's just like, "Oh, this looks like a football. I'm going to spike it." <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> was the the uh, Argentinian goalkeeper? He's like what he did oh, with the trophy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> is he going to do something like that?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like he's more creative than that. Like uh, a he's bit. a very uh, creative, um, a, a very creative guy. I think he's better than. Uh, I think he could put someone together better than that, but um, otherwise, like uh, obviously, like hometown guy. I would love to see Christian yeah, McCaffrey, McCaffrey win it. Yeah, um, absolutely, yeah, that would be super cool. Um, Burrow, obviously, like and we talked about, and everyone likes him. Like no one hates him yeah, no, outside sure. of like, unless you're like a diehard um, Chiefs fan. I could see you not liking him, or like a diehard. Uh, I guess like do Clemson fans not like Joe Burrow, or like Alabama fans?
1: I've
0: never of college heard college stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm not I've sure. I've never heard anything is. negative about him even in the south. Yeah, so He's just he's just a cool dude. He's just like he's just way too likable, so and maybe that'll he, what do you, you think there's a chance that like he's just so likable like could you imagine if he loses this weekend and because he's so likable they just give him the award anyway? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, still, just come on the Phoenix. There they still go. give him the Super Bowl MVP. Or can, has a loser ever won Super Bowl MVP? I don't think it's possible. Probably not. Right. I, I know Jerry
2: West won the MVP and lost the NBA finals, God. but an NFL. I can't think of.
0: They, uh, what was that HBO show that it was a year ago now showtime. They, they, there was some great Jerry West scenes where he would talk about that. It was really funny. Yeah. Uh, let's preview the games though. So there's only two to preview this week, guys. Short list. We so. will start with our NFC championship. The 49ers are plus two and a half at Philadelphia. Um, so we kind of now that I think about it, we kind of spoiled, I feel like a little bit like I think I could guess with 100 percent certainty based off of how we just discussed the uh, um, how based off how we just discussed the MVPs who's uh, who are picking for these games.
1: And this show could be over
0: in 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to say anyway, uh, let's listen to Joey's pick.
1: We're going NSC championship first.
0: That is what I said. Correct. That's what we're doing. 49ers are plus two and a half at the Eagles.
1: So I'm going to take the 49ers. Plus two and a half. I think last week Brock Purdy really wanted to throw an interception. I don't know how he didn't do it. Um, and that's like that's just the beauty of this team. He he wants to so bad, but he's just not going to. And he's going to continue to do it again. I might have just jinxed him. He might have three interceptions in the the first half. Who knows? Uh, But, yeah, we've said it the whole time of this playoffs. These guys are just so loaded. Uh, I think this is a really fun matchup. It'll be cool to see this offense versus the Philadelphia defense. Um, But George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, if you can get one of those guys the ball, they're going to make something happen. And uh, I think – yeah, I th- I think they're going to come away with it. I think they're going to win this game.
0: So we'll do point counterpoint here. Okay. Uh, I'll play devil's advocate for the Eagles in this situation. Sure. Uh, do you you don't think that like the Eagles don't have guys for the 49ers guys? No, that, I didn't. I that's
1: why I said I think it's going to be a fun matchup. Okay. I just think the 49ers guys are going to
0: just They're going to they're going to out guys the Eagles guys. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. Uh, who, so do you think it's like the 40, like you, you talked a lot of offense side of the ball. Do you think like the 49ers defense is going to keep them in it at all? Or,
1: yeah. Well, I think we've also said this too throughout this playoffs is the the 49ers offense is really good, but so is their defense. It's awesome, uh, led by Nick Bosa. Um, they've got some really cool linebackers who are hard hitting, but can drop back in coverage, which is pretty special. Um, so that'll be important.
0: For these guys. You think uh Joey was on the phone with uh Nick Bosa this week, uh Joey Bosa, that is not Joey Bush. Uh he was <laughs> like, hey, man, uh just uh word of advice. Uh if it's a one position game in the fourth quarter of your playoff game, uh don't spike your helmet twice. <laughs> don't yes, <laughs> if you don't if you think still. about if you think about doing it, don't. Uh I know it's tempting, but don't do it. Uh let's go to Zach. Zach, what are you picking? All right, so I don't have an NFL
2: team. You know, we've kind of talked about that throughout the season. Sure. However, sure. Um, this is probably, like, the most favorable fandom matchup i got. Went to undergrad in Philadelphia. My business partner is a huge 49ers fan. My wife family is 49ers fans. you got the local kid. Um, so there's no beef in this game. I'm actually really excited to watch it. Um, these are the same exact teams. Like literally great offensive lines, great defensive lines, great skill players. Um, if this game was in San Francisco, I'd be taking the 49ers. Since it's in Philadelphia, I'm taking the Eagles. And that's that's the sole reason. I think
1: these are the, you two best the teams. You respect the link. I respect Ooh. I
2: respect the link. The link is a brutal place to play. I,
1: I don't know about the link. I will say that. I don't know about the link. I'm I, unaware. I think
2: these. Yeah, I think these are the best two teams left. I'm. I'm really nervous about the the 49ers' win streak. I mean, they they've won a lot of games in a row, and that's always, you know, I mean, it just, it comes to an end or it doesn't, and we're getting close to it. But um, <laughs> both of these teams are, are 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 really really good. They're the same exact. I mean, it's like the Spider-Man meme, man. They're they're the same exact teams. Um, yeah, different offensive this, schemes. I mean, not necessarily. They just, they're loaded with skilled players. They kind of do different sets, but it's, I mean, it's the same kind of team. Um, they both bruise you on the offensive line. They both bruise you on the defensive line. Uh, if this game was in San Francisco, I'd take the 49ers. But since it's in Philadelphia, um, I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. It's a long trip.
0: That's a really long trip. Uh, it's a really long trip. It's a really here, long trip. Here's my pick. I'm – I'm going to take the 49ers, uh, plus two and a half. I'm taking the 49ers. And uh, so here's how I approach this game, right? Last weekend, I was swindled. I was fooled into thinking uh, that Daniel Jones was going to uh, be competitive two games in a row in the playoffs. Uh, I was dead wrong. And I think that a lot of people had similar opinions to me. So I'm going – to assume that some of the people in Vegas still have similar opinions to me. And they think that that playoff win last weekend was very impressive uh from the Eagles. Uh, And that that was a statement win and that uh it might be overvaluing them a little bit in this situation. So I'm banking off that. And I just think, I just think the 49ers are just too good. They're everywhere. They're like playing a team of fire ants. They're <laughs> all over the place at all times. It's like, it, they're they're playing a uh escalator it's over and over and over again what is the line in um uh in the beginning of the social network where Zuckerberg is at that date with that girl from bu and uh she tells Mark she's like dating you is like dating a stairmaster <laughs> uh playing the 49ers is like playing a stairmaster all right uh it's incredibly frustrating it's incredibly difficult um and I I don't like the Eagles, like, I feel like I've just been waiting for them to really play, like, some difficult, like, they had the second easiest schedule this year. And, like, the 49ers have passed every single test, so I have no reason to, like, go against them at this point. Like, also, why would you not take the team with George Kittle on it? Ooh.
1: Point you count. got pretty. Yeah, that's not Ooh. good.
0: That sucks. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm going to enjoy the 49ers <laughs> win. Like, Like, if if you're asking who do I personally want to win, I want the 49ers to win. Um, Yeah. Okay. I think both teams are, like, firing. I mean, you're right. They they have the easiest schedule, but, like, they don't leave any doubt. That's Like, they've just smoked teams. These are great teams. And any time that you've questioned if the Eagles are good, they're like, no, we ain't just good, man. We're great. We're a great football team. Uh Like, that they – they made Giants look like a college team last week in the second round of the
0: playoffs. Yeah, it's crazy. I think a little bit of it, too, was the Giants made the Giants look like the Giants.
2: Yes, but <laughs> the, the, Giants. the Eagles uh, left the no Giants. doubt. They were like, yeah, we we're, you know
0: see you. It's kind of like what I uh, what I said after the Chargers game, that the Chargers' biggest issue was that they were the Chargers. Chargers. Uh, that is their biggest issue. The Giants' biggest issue is that they're the Giants, and mm-hmm. it's just what happens. Um, let's move on to the AFC. Uh, Zach, I disagree. I think that whoever wins this game is – actually, no. Shoot, I think if the 49ers get to the Super Bowl, they're, they're probably going to win it, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good team.
2: I do, too. I, I mean, That's like I really said, I think team. the winner of that game, the 49ers are so good. But if the Eagles win – I think the Eagles are still the better team out of, of this level. I
0: think I think whoever wins the AFC then wins.
2: We'll just we'll, 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 that's
0: a, we, That's why we do this weekly. Yeah, that's why that's we why, why we do this So um, the AFC Championship, the Bengals. This line has moved like crazy. It, it could <laughs> be anywhere now. Um, Bengals are, as of right now, we're recording this uh, Wednesday night, are a pick'em with the Chiefs. If it's one and a half when you're listening to this, I'm sorry. If it's two and a half again, I'm sorry. But I do we do we have to record this at some point and It's even right now, so we're saying that it's even and it's a pick'em. So just pick a winner, guys. It's simple. You don't. They're not. That there's no trick. Just pick a winner right now, guys. Joey.
1: Guys, plain and simple, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, three and zero against the Chiefs. It's three and zero. Is it hard to win four
0: in a row? I feel like they got over that hump at three. Point. You know. We, point. And counterpoint. O and O against injured Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Hasn't been injured Patrick Mahomes yet.
1: I feel like that helps them. I don't I feel like that doesn't hurt them. I'm going Bengals. I like them here.
0: It's Nick it, according to um Nick Wright, that's the third best player in the league is Patrick Mahomes on one leg.
1: Injured so, injured
0: You don't <laughs> want to play the third best player in the league in the AFC championship, do you? You're playing the you're playing the second best player, so you, you know that was that that dumb. was his uh that was a great mo- He's a uh he's becoming one of my favorite Kansas City fan. He's I he's becoming one of my favorite uh just commentators on sports because yeah. uh, that was a great bit on Monday where he, he was his top top five quarterbacks, and it was one Patrick Mahomes, two Joe Burrow, three Mahomes on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> a Brilliant bit, and everyone at the desk got so mad at him, and he just eats it. He just loves it. Um, he has the same haircut as Lord Farquaad, though, from uh, Shrek. Oh, so. nice. Uh, but we don't have to talk about Nick Wright, though. Uh, Joey, continue. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I do that too much on this show. You need to stop it. No, no it's all, I, like, I
1: like hearing that. That's funny. Um, yeah, man, Bengals all the way. They got the they got the stuff. I don't think the Chiefs' uh, defense is going to keep up with their offense. I am concerned about the Bengals' O line, but they uh, they if there's one O line that uh, has to have some injured guys on it into the playoffs, it's the Bengals' O line. They did it last year, uh, made it to the Super Bowl. So, man, it, it's going to be a fun game. Um, but Bengals, Bengals, Zach.
2: So, Joey, the opposite, the three and those scares me. Because the hardest I feel thing like to do in three sports, was the hump. Yeah, but the hardest thing to do in sports is, is to beat a team three times in a row. I I mean, I can imagine the percentages just go down, especially when you're saying two teams like this. Well,
0: well then, yeah, you said they already did the hard part. So where's four times in a row,
2: right? With that said, <laughs> I think the Bengals are just a better football team. Plain and simple. Um I mean yeah, yeah the, the three and o scares me. The three and o scares the hell out of me. Um but I think Bengals is a better football team. I think the Bingo's a better football team, even with maybe a healthy-ish Patrick Mahomes. Um, but this should be a fun game. And I hope it's a shootout. Um it's another one of those games. Like I don't I'm not gonna be sad either way, which one like all four of these teams in my mind are are so likable, especially from like a sports fan. Um so I'm not gonna lose sleep over it anyway, but yeah, I think the Bengals are a better team. And like you said, Grant, it's a pick 'em, so I'm picking <laughs> the Bengals.
1: I, I just uh, we got pretty thin walls here, so I just received a text from a friend of the show, Carter Morgan. He said the Bengals' offensive line is terrible. So if you guys want to, can take that into consideration. That's Carter Morgan. To be opinion. fair,
0: they said that all of last year too, they year. went to the Super Bowl yeah. in this sure. game. So, so
1: that's that's yeah, that's what I just said too.
0: Um. Here's my thing. I I really don't like the juice. They are the Grim Reaper that comes and ruins my life every single year. Uh, Mahomes torments me. He haunts my dreams. He's why I can't sleep at night. Uh, I see when I close my eyes, it's darkness. And then it's the one like that is like... He just haunts me. I don't even know Damn. how to describe it. I can't escape him. He's like, uh who is it? Freddy Krueger. Even when I'm asleep, mm-hmm. he's still coming after me. He's still uh there to make me uh miserable. Um that was like a uh you know, like Michael Scott says like sometimes I start a thought and it uh and I don't know where <laughs> it's going and I just keep talking. That's what you that just was. Start it before you have the uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what that was. Um but no, it seriously. Because I know what it, this team, I know this team pretty well because of how much they have make me miserable. Like the Broncos have never beaten Patrick Mahomes, Joy. Do you know how sad that is? We've never beaten Patrick. Mahomes. We've, never, we've never beaten them, dude. Oh, we've never hurts. beaten them. I think we're like 0 13 or
1: 0 <clears throat> 14 now. It's I knew bad. that, but I, I didn't know we've never beaten them. I thought, I don't think we've ever beaten them. Maybe
0: him. we had. I could be wrong, but I don't think we've ever beaten them. Uh, so, I know this team, guys. I know Joe this Burrow situation. Has. I I know this situation. I know I've seen the, like, oh, Mahomes is hurt. This is our chance, guys. He's hurt. The Chiefs are vulnerable. We're going to get them. It doesn't matter that it's an arrowhead where our defense is playing good. I've seen this before. It doesn't matter. The Chiefs are winning this game. I, I'm going to let you know. I'm letting you in on an inside secret, guys. I've seen this before. I I've seen the future. Problem. I'm like uh I'm one of the I'm like one of those people who's like uh they read your palm and they tell you your future. And I, I read the <laughs> NFL's palm and I told them, guys, this is the same palm that I read the past six years. I know this situation. <laughs> the the Chiefs are winning this game. It's it like it's over. It's over. The Chiefs are winning. I don't think so, man.
1: But why? Why are they gonna win? Just cause? It's them? It's because, just the yeah, Chiefs? Yeah,
0: well, because they're the Chiefs. they're yeah, they incredibly talented. Mahomes, they, yeah. We thought they lost their key player, Tyreek Hill, in the start of the season, and they got better. That, yeah. Because on every third down, Travis Kelsey's wide open in the middle of the field for a 35-yard gain. Because their defense gets better every year, and no one talks about them. Because Mahomes it, it goes out and gets hurt, and then Chad Henney is able to lead them on a 98-yard drive, is why the chiefs are going to win this game because they're inevitable. It's like in the terminator, when you keep, they keep thinking that they killed the T 1000 and they cut all of his arms off or whatever. And he still morphs into that silver thing. And all of a sudden he keeps running after them or whatever. The chiefs are the T 1000. You cannot get rid of them. They're inevitable. They're Thanos. They're a nightmare. They ruined my life. And they're coming for you now. Bengals fans. They're angry. They're 0-3 against you. It's I don't know how you got there. <laughs> you know, but, that's a pretty
1: you good
2: did. damn point. You may you almost maybe want to change my opinion after that little round. But that I'm
0: telling you, I'm trying to warn you, people. If uh and people clearly they haven't woken up to it. Guys, seven I I looked before this. 73% of the bets are on the Bengals.
1: That's uh. bad. That's bad.
0: That's <laughs> so many bets.
1: That's bad.
0: That's a lot of bets, and the line's moving for the Chiefs, still. Like, that's bad. I just, I don't know. I, I like Joe Burrow. I mean, like, guys, Joe Burrow. We, we've said this a million times. He's so likable. He has, he has all of America in like a honey pot right now, where like he's, like he's too handsome. He's too good at football. Where like every single person in America is going to bet on the Bengals this game. Every am single I, every single fan. Am and I it work? might. And you know what? I hope to God so much so, Joey, that it works. I want the Bengals to win this game by 100.
1: Is that certified ownership of the Chiefs if the Bengals are 4 0 against Patrick Mahomes? Oh, 100%. That's certified ownership, right?
0: I said this on last show. Whoever wins this game is the best quarterback in the league right now. Okay. Yeah. A 100%. It, it's not debatable. No, 100%, no, that's not debatable. That's not yeah. debatable. This is a game for the best QB in the league. Yeah, unless Mahomes doesn't play, which honestly, I'm not even sure. Are we he's like? He's playing. He's playing. I'm just saying, like, when he's playing normally, like, and he's if it's like, if he's fine, why do you have to keep telling us that he's fine?
1: Yeah, he posted something on social. Right. He said, "See you Sunday, Chiefs fans," <laughs> which which does not. I say mean, he's, he's might playing it, right? like he'll press he'll press be he in the
0: assumed, we assumed you were going already.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why why are you posting that, man? I
0: saw on uh on McAfee today they were doing analysis of his walking on and off the uh the press um the press stage today. Oh uh for questioning. They were now ana- analyzing. How would he look how did he look? They said they said he looked like he was definitely cautious of it. he wasn't wearing a boot yet, was he? You no, know, he's wearing sneakers. Yeah, what if I was him, I would have gone out there in a full body cast. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I would have had Kelsey wheel me out there. <laughs> no, no, Bobby like, Petrino. Like I would Nick have, Christ he would have had to yeah. wheel me out there like Hannibal Lecter, and yeah. uh, put me up on that stage. Um, That's good stuff. No, I think the uh, I think it's I, I guys I, I I hate the Chiefs so much, but I just I they're the right pick. They are uh, journalism. No, there's no there's no journalism. journalism. There's no journalism that happens on this show. I think show. you mean gambling. Gamble. It would according to my journalism professors it would be journalistic integrity to tell the truth no matter your opinions. Mm. Because this show relies so much on outstanding on journalism. Journalism integrity. Yeah, I that's, hope that's, that's what that's, the, this this that's the our backbone motto. of this show is. Yeah, that's our mission statement. Journalism. Incredible journalism. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's do trivia. This show is getting really long. Yeah, it is. Um,
1: okay, guys, we got three categories here, like we always do. Um, sorry, I was writing down time. Star Wars, and then again Australia, and because I got lazy, and then golf. We have golf.
0: Star. I'm. That's me. Star Wars. Australia.
1: Well, you. It can be up to you. We'll do Star Wars in Australia. Mm-hmm. Zach, uh, all right? let's do it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Zach, are you a Star Wars guy? I know Grant likes it. Um, Yes, but I'm not
2: like, uh, I don't want to say nerd about it because I respect the people that love Star Wars. I'm not like a junkie about it. Uh, I, I think, I re- I I respect think Star the Wars game.
1: fans would call themselves nerds.
2: Uh, yeah, but like, I like Star Wars. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, hey, hey nerds, like, I just I don't.
0: There's a I'm difference between like I. There's a lot of people who like Star Wars, but there's few who like like to really like like. There's a whole different tier of like people who are just oh, there, Star there you Wars. Go. That's that's there we guess. Like I like Star Wars. I enjoy mm-hmm. Star Wars, but to say that I'm like as diehard as some people are about Star Wars would just be ridiculous.
1: All right, uh, we're gonna start out here with Zach. What 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 was? Sorry. What is the name of Boba Fett's ship?
2: Ah, uh, see, I should know this. Like, I should know this. I'm like, I might. I don't know, but I should know this.
0: I don't know.
1: Okay.
0: I have no idea. Boba Fett's ship.
1: Boba Fett's know. ship.
0: It's been a. It's not. Wait, I don't even. It's gonna be bad. Jango Fett is the one in Attack of the Clones, right? Boba Fett is Yeah.
1: Okay. I believe all the clones are cloned so, after Django Fett. So it's
0: Boba Fett.
1: Boba is... Fett's the green bounty hunter.
0: I right. Mm-hmm. Is his ship the one with Job of the Hutt on it? Or does he have his no, own his, ship?
1: His ship is like the one that lays down and then when it takes off, it like flies like this.
0: Oh, it's a T T one eight. T-88 T, T, T or T-A-T-T-88. Yes. No. no. What? No. Don't. What are you shaking your head at? You You didn't even try. You didn't even give an answer. Right? I know. I pulled it up on Google and I was pretty mad at myself. So, yeah. Is it just Boba Fett's ship number two? No. Zach? Slave
1: one. Slave one. He's a bounty hunter. Slave one. There okay. you go. Whatever. <laughs> I got knew
2: what it looked like, and uh, yeah, I just like I said, I got to watch it, but I'm not. Is
0: there there is a sh- ship that's called the T T88 or something? The T88s, or it's got the the wings on the side, and then there's the the driver sits in the middle in like a pod.
1: Are you talking about like the uh, like the imperial?
0: Uh, I know what the imperial starship is?
1: No, I know, but mm-hmm. the ones that come out of it,
0: or is it the star destroyer?
1: That's a that's the big ships. Yeah, I know. Uh, I should have uh, yeah.
0: just said I should have just said the Death Star. It would be really funny if they had like <laughs> boat names for all the ships. Like here's old here's uh here's the uh, here's um Janus Diamond, uh, <laughs> the SS
1: Bush. Destiny's Pearl.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. All right, Grant. Who was Count Doku's Padawan before he left the Jedi? <laughs>
0: I should know this. Count Doku's battle. This is the prequels. Um, this is prequels. Or is this is this like as far as like the Clone Wars like animated series stuff? I mean, yeah, it's. I think it's in there. It's too. not um, Asaka or whatever, right? No. Uh, oh, it's the lady with like the. Oh, what's her name? It's the lady with like the. She's bald. And she's like, don't shake your head. No, I'm right. This is who it is, Joey. No. Um I don't
1: I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Zach, do you have a guess? I I, I think a I'm
0: I think I'm You're like 0-10 in, in trivia. I don't think I've gotten <laughs> one right in three weeks. <laughs>
1: no, uh, not,
0: not a clue on this one.
1: Who is Qui Gon Jinn? No way. Yeah, that's his Padawan. He's he was dead in the first. What is Count Dooku even
0: in Phantom Menace?
1: Ooh, when does he die? Does he die?
0: Because he fights Yoda in Attack of the Clones at the end. Yeah. Is are you? I I, I I'm, I'm sure gonna, I know this right.
1: is true, but
0: all right, sure, all right, let's go for it. All right, Australia?
1: qui <laughs> Jin. I wish they showed more Darth Maul.
0: That would have been cool. Prequels.
1: That was that a cool fight. There's,
0: there's no better, if you want to just get the vibes going, there's no better song than Duel of Fates. <laughs> Me and Joey played a ping pong match one time for an hour and a half, just with the loop, <laughs> of, loop, of, Duel, yeah. the loop of Duel of Fates playing. It was epic. It was epic.
1: He's he not lying a, either. We did. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I, yeah. believe you. No, I believe you. Every,
0: every, if you're a, uh, a basketball player right now, you're midseason, or if you're the Kansas city chiefs, the Bengals, uh, the Eagles, 49ers, and you just want to get the locker room going, duel of fates. That's my advice. <laughs> uh, Joey, Australia, give it to us.
1: Zach, what is the capital of Australia?
0: I'm so glad you didn't ask me this.
1: <laughs> uh, Canterbury or something like that. Oh, you
0: got it. Canberra. Uh, that's exactly what I would have said. Canberra. Good, thing you, okay, good thing you didn't let me steal that one. I was ready for it.
1: Boom. Okay. Nerd. Um, <laughs> Grant, what is the highest grossing Australian movie of all time?
0: How is that an equal question of what's the capital of Australia? Uh, you just think about it it. Is like Crocodile Dundee too? Yes. You know? It's Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Great movie. Great that's job. Great. That's their like That's how event- i would say. the
1: highest gross. You're Australian telling me that's like their
0: that's their Avengers Endgame? Yes, yeah, Crocodile Dundee. It's Crocodile Dundee. As, is, Dundee as it should be. God. <laughs> great movie. It's is it the second one actually?
1: No, it's the first one. First one, you still got it. You said crocodile Dundee.
0: We hmm. named a family dog after Mick Dundee. <laughs> you had a what was the the dog's name? Just Dundee? Not nah, Mick. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that was awesome. Yeah, great, great movie. All right, this was a great show, guys. Uh, we will see you back on Monday.